We're here because we want to acquaint you guys with, you know, animals that need your help. They're they're uh, they're big and small. They're hot, hairy, and horny. They're cool. They're cool and shiny, and they're waiting for you. They're really big or small, if you think about yeah. it. They they they're not really both at the same time. Oh, they could be. Well, yeah, there is that one German Shepherd. He's real big, but if you look at him from the side, he's kind of little. <laughs> I don't know. It's, do you know what I mean? It's hard to explain. Yeah. I think we should get started. We uh, have a lot of animals here that are waiting for a pal. So, uh, let, let, let's start with, uh, let's start with uh, one of my favorites. It's uh, Mr. Porkles, and he's a... <laughs> <laughs> he's a snow cat, which means he's a really wet, water-filled, white cat made out of snow. And uh, we made him this winter. He has melted. He's in a glass. And uh, if you want to take him home, you can just pour him over something that's absorbent. You can keep him for as long as he doesn't dry out. That's right. He answers to the name Winters, and uh, he blew his brains out uh, in a cranberry accident. <laughs> Doesn't sound as accidental when you say he blew his brains out, but... <laughs> I guess I guess maybe uh, during an accident you can get real depressed or... Uh... Or something, and and that's well, you know he, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Well, he was in an eel. Uh, he was in a fight to the death with an eel. Sure, and, uh, sure. He became so disheartened by the condition of uh, you know people in this world that he he took his own life with a cranberry. Blew his brains out with a cranberry. Wow, yeah. he's, he was really yeah. he was really motivated, and yeah. you know I think that's a. Uh, Maybe this wasn't the best pet to start with in terms of uh, adoptability. <laughs> a pet that is a liquid and has killed itself. But, you know, you can't judge. You know, well, that's the important. We still need the home. We still need love. Not really. Not really anymore. No. But, no. But, but, that's, but that's no reason not to give him some, even if he doesn't need it. <laughs> Fourth and all. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's hard to understand even one half of a word of what you say. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> well, you're inside there. You were hearing the whole thing. Well, listen, I think we should move on to the, the next pet. Who's the next doctor. pet? We've got a lot of pets that need home. Who's next? Well, uh, this is Solomon. Uh, oh. He's an ore oregano fornication snot uh, wiggler. Mm. And uh, he's from Idaho. Uh, which is a combination of Idaho and Iowa. Sure. Um, it's a good combo. And, yeah. And um, his, his likes and dislikes are hearing things <laughs> and beware of being aware of showboat. He likes and dislikes both those things. Yeah. Yeah, he's a real complex fella. Uh, you know, he answers to no name, but he, if you sort of glare at the sun for 30 seconds and not one <laughs> second less, he will come over. Um, I think it's because he smells you cooking, and he thinks that maybe it's something for him. Uh, the next thing we have here, we have a we have a sort of a scaly lump fiend creature that uh, he has uh, he has two horns, two uh, other horns, and uh, four 
extra legs in addition to the first two. He's a six-legged, four-horned creature. He's really not so much a cat as he is sort of a grain monster. He eats <laughs> grains and... Well, uh, I have a question. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I forgot your name. I have a condition where I forget name. You know, the funny part is I think I have the same condition. I forgot my own. <laughs> How can you tell... Those four legs are extra legs. How can you tell it's even just not intended to have six legs? Well, and, you know, maybe that's just my prejudgment. I see the first two as normal, and anything after that is <laughs> something he added on unnecessarily. I see. Well, you know, this creature, in addition to being a grain monster, uh, he's an elephant charring. Uh, he's very charming to elephants. Oh, I thought I thought he was into elephant charring. I thought he was. Well, he just well, sort he of seared them lightly. He, no, he changed his mind. He did. Oh, he started off that way, but then he decided to charm them. Isn't that sweet? Wouldn't that? Yeah. Wouldn't he make a great pet in your home? Now uh, we have to say he is not housebroken. He is not wall broken. He goes right <laughs> through them, and uh, he is uh, ice cube broken in the sense that he rarely pees on ice cubes. <laughs> um, very rarely. It just doesn't come up that often. That's right, and he does have a medical condition. Every wall uh, Wednesday, uh, he'll snort, he'll uh, snarl at your penis uh, when you're not looking. <laughs> so make sure you're looking, as I think the point is. All day Wednesday, just keep <laughs> make sure you're looking, because then you, know, you can yeah, yeah, you can you can really uh, fend all that uh, all that off. Uh, so that's uh, that's uh, that's that fella. And who's next, there, buddy? Yeah, it looks like um, the next one we have, this is a, Kim a Komodo dragon, uh, named Handy, and uh, he was, uh, he, he's an, uh, he used to uh, smile at friends, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. he stopped doing that when his, choos his choosing finger was lopped off by an elk. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how he's gonna choose. Yeah, he, no. yeah, he just—he's become very indecisive, and that's part of why he's here. He just needs a new home. Uh, he met the one elk that knows how to lop things off. Most elks—that's not really their game. Uh, you know, so it was just bad luck for for Handy, the Komodo dragon, wasn't it? I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you know, this is great. He he comes with his own bow tie and. Uh, <laughs> And also with someone else's bow tie. And uh, it's up to you to decide which is which, which is kind of fun, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, uh, it comes with a special friend. This is a large almond uh, with, a with a Henry, a built-in Henry. A built-in Henry right into the large almond. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's, it's always good to have a friend, and even if that's it. It's that's mm -hmm. it's a great way to get started having friends. Maybe maybe if you don't have a lot of friends, you could try this one out. See if you like what it's like to have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's next? So who's next? Uh, next we have Jimmy, the chipmunk dressed as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> um, he's uh, this isn't really a pet. Uh, chipmunk doesn't really shouldn't really be here. He should just be out of doors, but. We figured since he was dressed so well, he has such a nice costume that maybe he was more housebroken than we thought. That's right. And, you know, this 
this uh, animal is um, usually we rescue animals uh, that have been injured or pre uh, turn into a priest. Uh, <laughs> but this particular animal uh, was minding its own business, and we just captured it, and now we'll keep it in captivity forever. <laughs> that's, that's right, which is, in a way, not unlike becoming a priest. So it's, yeah. it's, it was an exciting day for uh, for Jimmy and for us. Um, and uh, and I, I, we think you're going to enjoy having Jimmy in your home. Or uh, maybe you could just keep him in your garage. Or maybe he just can get into your garage. You won't even know he's in there. He'll just be out there <laughs> among all your crap. Yes, indeed. Call today to adopt the sweet little Jimmy. That's right. And next, um, this is uh, a draw, a drawing of a moo cow. Uh, mm-hmm. if, for those that really are afraid to commit to owning a pet, right. this is really a way to go. Yeah, this is a good way to get, get just work your way up to actually caring for something. Is just having a picture of something that reminds you you're not doing that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a really and it's also it's not a very good drawing, so that makes it even easier. <laughs> That's right. But still, don't neglect it. Feed it twice a day. Uh, rub its mm. whole honey. Uh. Uh, call your bi- your biscuit provider to make sure that everything's working out. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. Well, let's see who's next. Well, oh, this is one of my very favorites. Now we're getting into the actual good pets, guys. This mm. is we, we we had to get through some of the you yeah, know we gotta, we gotta get through the garbage. Some of then, the some of the iffy yeah. ones that you're pretty sure aren't gonna go, but. <laughs> These next few, uh, this is a this is a beautiful golden retriever slash softball bat. <laughs> um, he's uh, you know just half half of the cutest pet you will ever see, and the other half is kind of useful if if you have girls, I guess. And uh, he's uh, uh, he, we, we've we've been calling him Cody, the lucky coat, and. <laughs> Uh, we yeah, we don't know why we call him that. That's the cool no, thing no about idea. that name. And uh, he does not answer that though. He answers to chunt, which <laughs> we refuse to say that word because it, it kind of grosses us out a little. And we're not really even sure why. Yeah, and um, whoever decides to give him a forever home, he does take medications once a night for uh, seizures. And if you don't give him his medication, his blueberry uh, wrestles you to the ground. <laughs> That's right. But in fairness, if you do give them the medication, uh, he he does uh, project an old movie onto his belly, uh, <laughs> b- beginning to end. Yeah. Like Casablanca was last night. It was wonderful. It was really, oh, it was, it was, yeah. it's a gorgeous film, and he's got a very smooth stomach to show that particular <laughs> film on. Which is exciting. Absolutely. And, you know, this one, he's just such a cutie. And we really uh, hope that you call today. Uh, right now, his measles are squealing for your ins- incitement. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. His notepad has wondered about him. <laughs> yeah. He's he's really he's he's just he's got so many fine features. His his marbles have have leftovers that they want to put into your refrigerator. Yeah, uh, he he was rescued uh, last Thursday from the shelter over in Gnarly Wood, 
and uh, is the the owner used to pre uh, pre oven his ni- his nipples. <laughs> yep, did it ahead of time, you say? <laughs> yeah, whatever that is, he used to do it before he did it. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, it didn't happen at the time. It happened earlier than that. <laughs> For, yeah, before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's uh, you know that's 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 a shame for some of these you know some of these young pups you know sometimes their owner will will uh, leave leave milk in an, an old uh, box that they can't uh, they just can't keep in the house anymore they just can't stand to look at it they'll it's it's a furry box that has uh, has a has a word on it and the word is joking. <laughs> that's right, and you know for the next animal up. We we're gonna let him speak for for himself. Come here, Choosy. <laughs> oh God, Choosy! I'm gonna take you to my show. My showman is lying to you. What's amazing is you're actually harder to understand even than the guy who just brought you here. <laughs> my squirmies are shooing a horse. <laughs> Oh, what, 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 what was you? Did you say your? What was your name? Choosy? Is that your name? Yeah, Choosy. <laughs> oh, what a little sweetheart! So smart as a smart as a whip, this little Choosy. Now, let's tell him what. Oh, what? How, how much? How much? Did, oh, Choosy. How much did the Egyptian pyramids weigh? Oh well, uh, dirt is volume. You can turn up the volume on dirt. <laughs> the volume I'm sure that's true. Dirt? But, Choosy, listen, there's people out there who just want to give you a forever home. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I, sh- I, sh- I want to meet your gro- gross op- openings. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's going to target a certain demo, I suppose. <laughs> um... Maybe something a little more like kid friendly. Like, do you like playing with kids, Choosy? I gargle filth. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a kind of an inconclusive well, answer there on that question. It's not. Yeah, you're skirting the issue. Not okay. really sure if that's a yes or no, but oh my goodness, Choosy. Well, so Choosy, what what what's the what's the forever home you wish you could live in, Choosy? Oh, I, sometimes I scrounge around under the cri- the criminal area of my sherbet factory. <laughs> and, oh my gosh! Oh look at this! We have you know we have a celebrity pet here. We actually have a celebrity pet. It's Stevie the African gray parrot. Stevie, oh the gosh, African gray Stevie. parrot. I can't believe that he needs a new home. Stevie, I, 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 how did you end up Rah! here? Look out for dogs in my jars. <laughs> Stevie, no. Stevie. Rah! Stevie, what? what uh, how did you end up in, in the shelter? I mean, you, you were doing so well with, with Tarleton and Wilder. How, how, how did you end up here? There's an there's a overweight... A ball of sa- a sack of knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of menace in Stevie's completely oblique yeah. things that he says. It's really hard to even track what he means. But that's what's mm. that's the kind of mystery you could have in your lives, people. You could just mm. wonder what Stevie means all day. Well, Stevie, uh, you know, we know that you long. You know, de- sometimes we wonder, but we know deep inside you long for a home. Uh, 
But tell us what your life is like, uh, you know, when you're lonely without, you know, friends and yeah. shelter. There's a, vo- a vicious hand. Wow, trying to slay me. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like a savant kind of a thing. Like he's trying to tell us something. He's trying to tell yeah, us something a about his message. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hidden well either. It's not very hidden. Fun oozing. That's about all we're gonna. That's about all the useful information we're gonna get out of Stevie after this. It just gets into bodily fluids flying around the room, and (laughs) it tends to go downhill. (laughs) From here, from where we are now, which is oh my goodness! But look at this. Uh, Stevie's gonna be uh, taken out by one of our handlers here, but this is a great Dane up for adoption. And uh, I think he has something to say. It's Harm, Harmy, the Great Dane. Hey, Harmy. Hey. Hey. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey. Harmy, we're so hey. glad Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Well, uh, where's all the chunky people? <laughs> Well, Harmony, we know you'd love to be owned by a chunky person. Such a good question, yeah. yeah, A normal person, just any kind of body type would work for someone looking for a home, right? Hey, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'd like to, I'd like to sip one person and then look at another while that first person's being sipped. Hey. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you mean being sipped, uh, Harmony? Hey, what I mean is <laughs> I'd like to electrify a little piece of a caterpillar man. <laughs> Just a small area, hey. I didn't know that uh, yeah. the Great Danes could do that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, I have a voltage meter built into my lunch. Oh. Okay, well, you know, I've been in this business a while. I thought I knew everything about dog anatomy, but I guess I didn't. I didn't know they had a built in lunch at all, I guess. Yeah. Army, tell us. um, Tell us about your background. How'd you come to be in the shelter? Hey, I was once a vest with the Olympics. And I, I used to run through people that uh, were real thin, I guess. I don't know how I got all the way through, hey. But, uh, yeah, they were more of a, just a sweaty membrane that was left over after a person, is my impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that a lot more. So... Uh, I once loved a cereal-making dog that <laughs> is not uh, able to be explained in your hey language. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of this sort of hey. Is that what you do instead of barking? That hey. Well, that's what all dogs are doing when they're barking. They're just saying hey. <laughs> I just say it over and over again. That's 
I just like to do it in a way that you can understand. You know, I just cut right to it. Yeah, just cut to the chase. I mean, why all the mystery? You know, just hey, hey, yeah. Well, I think this dog is just delightful. One time, I one time I snorted a whole popsicle up into my head. (laughs) (laughs) And did it uh, liquefy at that point, or? I don't know what you mean. Okay. Okay. All right. That's yeah. I mean, it's fair enough. You know, he's he's he 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 can't have had much education. Uh, so I, I noticed you were letting me handle the breadth of that interview, Henry. Uh, it's my name, Henry. I think I'm a woman, but <laughs> well, I, I just, Henrietta. I mean. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, you know, I was I just was involved in some stuff. Uh, <laughs> like what? Some of the other pets had some involvements <laughs> that I had to had to be uh, operating near, and uh, like uh, this, we have this one beautiful pet that just needs a lot of attention. It's a f- furry stationary bicycle that <laughs> you can't you can't get it to do anything if you're not involved. Yeah, for people with a busy lifestyle. Hey. What, what oh, happened oh. to me during all that time? Oh, <laughs> we didn't know you were still here, yeah. Harmy, but we're glad you are, Harmy. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm Sometimes I'm glad when I'm somewhere else, but if I'm there, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> think about what's it. Your, what's your favorite snack, Harmy? Uh, I think I'd have to say wood. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, uh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad you dropped by, Harmy. Right. We think you're gonna get snapped right up. Absolutely. I think I think Harmy's gonna 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 lead the pack. Now, uh, I feel like. Uh, do we have one? We have one more pet left before we have to to call this one. Uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure that we 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 listed this uh, pet before we sign off. Uh, this is a hand washing open faced eagle. How exactly did an Eagle find his way in, into this uh, into this kind of a situation? I was arrested at the border for holding a gun underneath my shorts. <laughs> Were you uh, was it a stick up? Were you like robbing your your underwear? Or? I was robbing my genitals of all oh. of their gold. My genitals are wealthy and have penis money that they will not reveal to me. Whoa. Whoa. Well, then I understand why you took those steps. <laughs> Thank you. It's not easy to find understanding in the world of robbing your own goonies. So, uh, why, uh, being an eagle, why are you, uh, here in being so cooperative without being restrained by any sort of uh, cages or anything like that. I mean, why don't you fly away? I have a mental trainer that is keeping me psychically in place. He has (laughs) stabbed into my brain with his mental powers. Hello. You, my nemesis, I can't believe you are here still. Do uh, Do not act like a fool. Everyone can see my golf, my golf uh, stain. Oh, I was wondering what that was. I was wondering. I had no idea that that it's was none a... of your business. 
really? I mean, like, you brought the thing up. I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. But anyway, how, so how are you able to restrain this eagle? He does it through deception and lies! No, this is not true. Uh, my eagle here, uh, I call him Tonky. Uh, he is, he, he, I first found him when I was snowing myself uh, with invisible snow. Oh. And, uh, how'd, you, just... how'd you know you were doing it? I mean... <laughs> oh, that's none of your business. <laughs> uh, but Boy, this eagle... Secretive uh, fella. He started, uh, you know, messing me up when I was trying to snow myself. Sure, and I clobbered sure. him on his ball, uh, ball arrangement. This is an uh, half-truth. Some of that is accurate, but... I would, I yearn to be free, free like a broom that you throw out the window. <laughs> well, Chunky, listen, yeah. I have been very clear. You're not healthy enough to take flight. I must keep you in check with my psychic games until uh, you're able to calm a monkey. <laughs> I think it's a tall order, but uh, what now? What exactly are are, are Tonky's health problems that he can't calm a monkey or do the other things that an eagle should do? Yes, because uh, you all seem like quite a team, but uh, it seems like there's some tension between you. Uh, what what kind of problem does he have? Well. Uh, when I first uh, started making oven soup, uh, which is soup you make in the oven, uh, <laughs> I decided to... It is it. just urine in a shoe <laughs> that he bakes! <laughs> well, yes, but, uh, you know, I like... I don't know if we game. need to say just. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a judgment call. Yes, I mean, I work hard on my soup, my oven soup. Uh, don't, uh, you know, this is how he does. You know, he's, uh, he, he belittles my efforts. This is, you see, this is why I'm beginning my uh, my support group. It's uh, men uh, with hairy arms uh, who have abusive eagles. <laughs> we, we need to stick together, people. We need, uh, we need to have, we have an online forum where we can yeah. you know, talk about what we go through. You got a lot of, got a lot of subscribers, do you? Well, there's only two right now. There's me and my corpse uh, friend, uh, Kevin. <laughs> I was just going to tell this story when I was waking up and Chunky blew blew out my son, uh, Cha Charles. Wow! 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 Well, so it sounds very painful. Or 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 really great. I don't know what. <laughs> No, it wasn't neither one. Oh, uh, that's so my my uncle Wilhelm is uh, in charge of mall of mall uh, creeping around. Uh, so if you ever see someone creeping around the mall, he's he, probably supervising. Them. He's their boss. You're saying <laughs> <laughs> he's in charge of it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's right. a natural uh, natural progression, I suppose. I realize that was a vocation. <laughs> What what's the what's the going right for that sort of thing? Ah, don't, let's not even get into it. Let's not get into it. Well, I wanted to say thank you for bringing us on and increasing awareness of nasty, mean eagles. And I would like to thank you for sex. 
Which we are about to have! Yeah! <laughs> uh, well, thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, that was Chunky and Boris. Yeah. Uh, good luck, guys. And uh, if you want to adopt Chunky or Boris, uh, or both, <laughs> uh, call right away. Seems like they come uh, as a set a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And our phone lines are open. Please uh, make one of these wonderful pets your forever friend. Yeah, and uh, and uh, just like they say on our flag, if you can't pet it, um, it might just be a person that you don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everyone. That was all right. Yeah. You know, let's go ahead and get to our reviews, okay? I'm so excited about this group of films we're going to be looking at this week. These are five films made by some of my favorite filmmakers. And Martin, there's one very special one in the group I know you love. Let's start with Apronauts. Now, these are uh, these are apes who have become astronauts. Not like those chimpanzees they sent up. These are real astronauts, but they're apes. But they're really lousy astronauts because they're apes. And really lousy apes because they're excellent astronauts, if you think about it. <laughs> like, they're sort of, that, that's what I think you like about this film. So they get it coming and going. Yeah, you know, and, you know, another thing about this film, it's very different from his early work. Remember when he did that film about the, the graveyard soccer ball? Yeah, Chocolate Rogers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that was a very different kind of film. <laughs> it, you know, it was. It's like one of them is like one of them is like a box full of dirt, and then you put it next to it. It's like you get a sandy sawhorse, and it's like, how do you compare these two things? I say, don't try. <laughs> don't try. Just enjoy it. Absorb it into your so super stitch, <laughs> and you know. Just let yourself be a part of this film. I gave it four sandwiches up. Oh, that's such a that's such a relief. You know, I wasn't sure if you were gonna like this film that much. You know, when I when I first sat down, I just I just I just I just ate a box. I just I, <laughs> like I didn't know what to do. So that's that was my choice, and that's my choice. You know, as a as a as a human, that's my choice. So um, I gave it. Uh, four thanks wide. You gave it what now? Four thanks wide. All right. You know, Martin, that's what I love about your reviews. That had so much cultural relevance to the people that they were representing, which is the horn children of the asteroid. <laughs> it's an important demographic for this filmmaker. Um, you know, th this is one of this is one of the first films of the year that uh, where everyone who was in the production after the production after it was in their contracts, they're all buried up to their necks in sand. Um, for how long? For life, for life, for the for the rest of their lives. I don't know if I'd be interested in a contract like that if I were in the industry. Well, you know, it was pretty boilerplate, but uh, they 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 are they they died. You know, so their their problems are over. Understandable. Now, you know this because I know you follow the work of the director, uh, 
Charlotte Sugarface. <laughs> she actually signed a contract right upon the when in this movie wrapped, she went directly into shooting uh, the sequel to uh, Breaking Out of Porterhouse. Uh, it's called Get Please Send Me a Face of a Booger. <laughs> Yeah, get please send me a face of a booger is going to be her crowning achievement. I know it is. Um, I know it is because the, the the reason why is she has not cast any actors and refuses to start. She's going to just film it with with blocks of hair that she's crushed together and named and uh, animated to life with a Frankenstein procedure. Wow. That is so groundbreaking. It reminds me of... Her early work, when remember when she was working on uh, Dumb Wads from the Jar Jar City? Yes. <laughs> she, she didn't work with live actors. She actually had a frog pole that she animated with, with magic. And the leading lady for that pole was a, a, a birdhouse that was made of glue. Yeah, yeah a, a young birdhouse made of glue in her first role. You know... Um, she actually, you know, it's a common misconception that she didn't use any live actors. She did use one live actor. It was uh, Charlie Basket, and he, she, she did CGI the life out of him, though. She made him appear dead and then animated him like clay. She actually made herself a part of a shirt. <laughs> you know, most directors won't do that. I mean, in fact, none of them do, and no, that's that's why that's why this director, who who I'm I'm just such a fan of. Sadly, her name escapes me. I don't remember. What Charlotte we, Bergen. That sounds wrong, but uh, that's what's so great about her is her name sounds wrong. You know what I mean? Like the only way to watch this film appropriately is if there are two movies of it playing at one time, and you have to split yourself. And they have cracker vision, too, where you're offered crackers by a robot. <laughs> and you can see it. I mean, that's part of, that's why it's the vision. You know, they're not invisible crackers. That costs too much for this film. This is a very low-budget film. <laughs> oh, but look at all that he captured, Merton, when you look at this film. I mean, we can't, I mean, just reliving the battle of, of soggy opium. I mean, there it is in blazing color, brought back to life. There's General Sharky Face <laughs> attacking the enemy with jerk with hangers. I mean, <laughs> you just don't get that in a modern Hollywood film. You don't get it from the studio system. No. And and what I, I thought it was such a casting coup to have the the handsome leading man, the general general himself, played by that that wolf haunch. That he just hacked off the side of a of a living, howling wolf, but he just he just casts in a way that we can't see. You know, it really does hit everybody in all points, doesn't it, Martin? Yeah, it's sort of like like a romantic comedy slasher film with a, a senator that's being eaten by a a bite, a bear biting him, mm. and I, I feel well, like how would he eat him if he weren't biting him? Um, I mean, he he could he could be getting him intra intravenously. He could <laughs> slurp him up inside from another part of his body if he ate differently. I mean, okay, okay, we're with you, Martin. You know, there's a lot of ways for a bear to eat a senator. I mean, I think it's just like the old saying. 
The old, the, old, the, old, the old saying, there's a lot of ways for a bear to eat a senator. That's that's the old saying. Of course, that's from Roman days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like Rome, like like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a few years ago. Yeah. So, so this film, I think, really brought us to new heights. And um, I think we have a scene from it here. Let's show a clip. Okay, now this is the scene where Hieronymus, slurp, a vicious dog, is having a scene with the beautiful uh, and delicious uh, ingenue uh, Catherine Charbles. Let's take a look right now. Hieronymus, I, I, I feel like you're, you're eyeing me with that, with that, with that robot eye that you give. My darling, you have to understand. I have a job to do here. We are going to conquer this nation. And you will be my queen. If not, believe me, I will have to just soak you down with towels and rub you with towels. So different towels, what you're saying. It'll be like a wet, maybe first it'll be wet towels, and then after that there'll be dry ones. Is that, is that what you're threatening me with? Different kinds of towels. Different towels, different towels. Like they, well, I, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get bogged down with it. But. I'm not saying it's going to be uncomfortable but i'll i'll say this it, it's you'll probably want to be doing something else yeah, well, i mean eventually i'll probably at least get bored this is what is what it sounds like <laughs> and it could cause some minor abrasion so don't put me in that position darling well you know i, I take I, my hand and be my queen well wait, i mean both of those things because i have a lot going on yeah i can take your hand or I can be your queen. Or I can take your queen. Or would you like me to be your hand? <laughs> Look out at this kingdom. All this will be yours. Tomorrow... What about that part over there? The, yes. The square part? Yes. And the blue part? Yes. All of it, you said. Wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. I, I drifted off for a second. You literally said all of this will be mine? All of it will be yours as my queen tomorrow. How much of it's going to be yours? Wait. Well, we will be husband and wife, so together it'll be all of it will be ours. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Stay with me. Stay with yeah. me. Tomorrow, I will take my legion. We will begin at the north south. We will cut down anyone who comes in our way, and when we get to the mountain of Jirali, I will stand on high and I will give the decree: all people get over onto certain kinds of, of fish and animal parts. <laughs> You drive a hard bargain. <laughs> this reminds me of when I was a girl, smelling myself for for under an hour, but never fertilizer less. Than... Or was it actual poop? Say again. You mean fertilizer, or was it actual poop with the flower? Well, what, I mean, what kind of distinction is that? I mean, you fertilize with poop, right? I mean, it's poop. Will poop is poop. Answer me. Will you be my queen, Hieronymus? I can never say no to you, which is really terrible. I mean, that's that's a terrible way to start a marriage. But I think is with me as your queen and you as the other half of that thing. I can't remember what it is. Is that a, like a like a quag quag a quag a, qu- a quart? You'll be yes, a quart. Yes, we will be together forever. Queen and quart in our feast. Bring on the roast. Cashish and starving germs. We will eat until the sun becomes a sky. Eat the faces of tomorrow. 
<laughs> oh wow, <laughs> this movie is so full of imagery. I remember it's a lot. There's a lot. One of my favorite uh, <clears throat> images from this film is when there's a shuffling competition going on, and underneath uh, the stage is a a shriveled up burning jer- jerk. And it's one of my favorite parts because you don't know where it came from. It's just there. Well, that's, you know, that's one of uh, the, the, the director, uh, Harry Hammerhands, is, is known for bringing characters in just by, just by launching them onto the screen with a catapult. And you don't know when they entered because they just, are, they, they just splatted onto the back wall. Oh, yeah. When um, Oriel Fredrickson stands, uh, he stands there and with so much pride, he looks to his wife and says, wicked sausages are the way I like to live my life. Wicked sausages. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, (laughs) you know, what I like about this film is they're not going to, they're not going to hold your hand, you know? You know, it really gets me excited because we're going to do another film. We're going to review another film by this director next week. You've heard of the new one coming out, uh, Midnight in the Sharpening Box. <laughs> yeah, this this is a this is going to be a real departure for him because it doesn't have light in it. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I hadn't read that. There's I knew- no light. I read that article about how they were they were going to wax all their sh- shark cables, mm-hmm. yeah. but I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, they 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 wax the cables in the dark, and that was actually going to be the title of the film: "Waxing the Cables in the Dark." Uh, but uh, they were going for a PG harness rating, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when uh, that's when your parents uh, can let you go see it as long as they put you in a a, a, a leather sack. <laughs> that really does block some of the more uh, graphic parts. Yeah, it allows it allows kids to enjoy a really violent movie if they're tied up in a bag. <laughs> as long as it's made of leather. Yeah, now, Martin. Um, you know, I have to say, I'm just just tickled pink to be uh, reviewing these films with you this week, and I can't wait. I'm so excited about the the movies we have for next week. Now, folks, please uh, tune in again. We have a new crop of movies for the fall, and and there's so many wonderful films. Uh, Let's run some of them down here, Martin. I see on the list, uh, wishing that you were a burger face. (laughs) That's... That's, that's, what else is on there? Um, we got uh, uh, Christmas for the Hanged. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. So poignant. Oh, look here. Here's um, Rolling Around for an Oyster Barn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, uh, punching You in the Face for the Holidays, My Love, My Concubine. It's going to be something else. Oh, I, oh, that sounds great. Oh, and how about this one? This is a perfect for like just kind of a date movie. It's a sideways barking for loving. <laughs> well, I got to make sure I get my sweetie together for that one. Um, this one is, uh, I feel like this is going to be one of those ones where you need a good cry. Um, this one is uh, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, really. I mean, just hearing the title makes me start to tear up. It's just called the dog, and I, I really think, I think it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be the tearjerker of the season. Um, what you else know, we speaking have? Speaking of which, here's another one by Chinese director Howlin Shu, and uh, this is about uh, a number of uh, prisoners that escape the prison camps. It's called "Holy Mackerel Underwater Shack." <laughs> It doesn't really sound like the subject matter, but it really does encapsulate what happens in the film. Yeah, yeah. He he, he is such a fine director. He, he actually has the world record for most bullets unfired in a movie. Just just oh, bullets are in the, in the shot uh, in, a, in, in, their, in their cases. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, this is going to be more for the little kids. Um, the second film was, I believe it's just called Throwing a Brick for the Young. And uh, that's going to be a solid one. one. Uh, isn't the third one that uh, uh, serpentine uh, corn dogs for the Japanese? <laughs> yeah, he really he took a left turn on that third one. That I think everyone's going to really appreciate. <laughs> well, you know, Martin, all this and more. We invite you all to come and watch once again movie time for the Saffron Germinators. <laughs> I'm. I so often forget the title of our show, and it, it just it just tickles me every time you say it. I'll tell you. I'm Shelley Donovan, and I'm Martin DeHare. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you at the movies, unless we go to a different theater. <laughs> <laughs>